This is Matt Knapp, and you're listening to the Bigfoot Club Podcast. Be sure to check out the website at www.bigfootclubpodcast.com for merch and all of the episodes. You can find Bigfoot Club on social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bigfoot Club One. That's Bigfoot Club and the number one. Hey everybody, Robert Jesse Dominguez, Bigfoot Club, Season 4, Episode 10. I'm here with... Ten? <laughs> Steven. Steven. Ten? Mm-hmm. What's up, man? How's it going? Uh, it's it's going better now, man. How was your day today? Day was interesting. Hurt my back mm-hmm. even more. Mm-hmm. Decided to finally break down and say, you know what? I'm going to go to Rapid Med and get some shots on my lower back. Get, gave, some, get some shots. Gave me a steroid shot, a shot for to was it anti inflammatory? Uh, anti inflammatory and then a, a a a pain a pain shot like like ibuprofen mm-hmm. but like straight straight from the needle. Um and that mm-hmm. made me very loopy. Did they do they have to go deep with that? Yes, that I think that one and the second shot was a thicker needle. That one I, I always forget it's a it's it's a stronger pinch. Mm. And I did a uh, lab work today too, so I got I got stuck by a bunch of needles today. You're you're a regular pincushion. Mm-hmm. I did. Wow. Yeah, but I, I feel a little bit better. I didn't even know you were doing that today. Yeah, it was uh, that was that was planned, but my back was getting in the way of that, so I still went. I was walking like an ass almost, and they're all like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "No, my, I strained my back." But let's get this blab work done. <laughs> let's get this blood out. Let's get this blood. <laughs> Forget about that back. Forget about the back. <laughs> why, why, why am I talking like that? <laughs> yeah, I gave my back out just to give some blood. <laughs> blood in, blood in, blood out. Yeah. Sangre por sangre. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy that I'm feeling a little bit better. Yeah. Still, Other, otherwise, take it easy. otherwise, we wouldn't be doing a show. I, I would still do it. I mean, I'm just sitting down, but you'll probably just hear me go. Yeah, I don't want that. Oh. Um, I will say that I was supposed to release, uh, I did an interview a, lot, a couple Sundays ago with Sarah uh, Kersey with uh, Weird Horizons podcast. And shout it, out. Hey, yeah, shout out to her. She's, she's a great lady. I uh, love the interview. However, it wasn't her fault. wasn't my fault. Whenever, because I, I did it on, on a Zoom call. And sometimes whenever the internet, like whenever the audio goes through the internet, it comes back over here to I guess I guess to the states. Sometimes it doesn't come out well. So she had um, every time she talked at the very end of her speech or at the end of her sentences, it was like crackling really loud, and I couldn't get it out. And I tried. I tried myself. Matt tried, and then I went to uh, like a, I went to find like an audio guy online and see yeah. and paid him to do it, and he couldn't do it either. So, but so we I rescheduled. I don't know why I'm yelling right there. <laughs> Uh, we're rescheduling for May the 8th, so I'm going to be interviewing her then. So I'm going to have a little drink of my Coke Zero here real quick. Mm. I don't know why you're drinking it like tea. Well, uh, for the people who are listening, they're going to be like, why is he drinking it like tea? He has he has it in a cup, like a like an actual like handle coffee mug tea cup. This, this cup has uh, its sentimental value to me. Yes, it is. This cup belonged to your mom, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a little cup that has like little roses, little sunflowers on it, and she really, really liked it. So I saw it, and so I grabbed it. So that's awesome, man. I'm using it now. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna take another step here. Shout out to you, Mama. That's really good. So anyway, <laughs> I'm um, just drinking a bottled water. Yeah. So <clears throat> we're gonna be. I guess we're just doing this show now to cover up for the the one I couldn't do. So. But, uh, but, but one thing I wanted to talk to you about was um, we actually have official sponsor. Our official sponsor is Queen Jean's Candles. Uh, Queen Jean is a lady that I know. She's a sweet lady. Yeah, she's a sweet lady. <laughs> she's a sweet lady, and uh, she works. She's a vendor for my company, mm-hmm. and she does candles on the side. She does really good candles, and I, I think for the last three years, I've bought candles for her for, like, Christmas gifts for like Blair and mm-hmm. uh, someone else I'm not going to mention and then some other people. Mm-hmm. And um, she like she one day she just decided to make me 
a little car freshie that's shaped like a like a Bigfoot walking. Mm-hmm. And so um, she made a bunch for me. So we're going to – I haven't decided, and I wanted to talk to you about this. I want, I want to decide on – I want to do these as, as giveaways. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to – Get our social media going on Bigfoot Club, the number one on all our social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, I haven't decided. I think what I was kind of thinking of, and uh, she comes, these freshies come, they can hang in your car, your mm-hmm. car window, and there are lots of different uh, uh, flavors, not flavors, scents. scents. <laughs> like we're going to eat them or something. <laughs> Tastes good, too. This one says lemon zest, so... That's going to be my favorite because yeah. you know me, I love lemon. Yeah, lemon's, lemon's good. I, I like lemon too. So I was thinking on this one that um, we should probably get people to – we should probably pick someone from Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If, if um, I'm not sure how we should do it though, whether I should do like a horn uh, to like – whenever we like do a podcast, we just do a horn somewhere like in the podcast, kind of like this. Mm-hmm. And just play that, and then like at that minute mark, uh, people would go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and write down the minute mark, and just say, "Hey, um, I heard this at this time." And it's it's not the first person or the last person. Just as long as you keep posting on on our social media, and then we'll pick somebody from each one of those, and then send this out to people, mm-hmm. get their address, and send it out to them. That way, they can like put it in their car and. And drive around. Hey, man. Robert Dominguez Valdez. What's up? What's up? <laughs> oh, nothing. We're just uh, we're just doing a show. <laughs> oh, cool. Yep. You just called into the show. It is Friday night, isn't it? It is, it Friday. is Friday night, man. It How is, are you doing? It is Friday night. Well, I just was sitting here and beer, 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 beer. <laughs> So what's up? What are, you, what are you guys talking about? We're talking about um I have a I have an official sponsor with uh Queen Jeans candles and she made a, a bunch of these freshy candles that are shape of a uh, Bigfoot walking, like a silhouette of a Bigfoot. So yeah. what I kind of wanted to do and Steve and I were talking, uh I wanted to like baby <clears throat> do a podcast and then maybe like, you know, do that horn sound. That, yeah. That horn sound. And then like have someone from our, you know, for each, 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 our, our social media, Twitter, Handles. Facebook, you know, yeah. Instagram. And just leave like the minute mark whenever someone like, hears the horn. And right. Then, and it won't be the first person or the last person. We'll just pick and choose whoever, whoever we, you know, we like and not like, but just pick one. Yeah, and then send yeah. and, and just like you know, just send it to them. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. So this one that we have, or or my hands right now, that's shaped like a Bigfoot. The uh, the uh, flavor, the scent. <laughs> that's what I say. I say the same thing. <laughs> I just Robert I, said. I know he's he's making fun of me. That's why he, he said goes. That. We have all different kinds of flavors. I'm like, what <laughs> flavors? Like we're gonna eat it or something. <laughs> this uh, flavor is called lemon zest. Uh, and uh, I'm a sucker for lemon, so I'm probably going to uh, ask her to make me one. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool, man. It's yeah, I made sweet. like I made like 40 of them, and I I also printed out uh, Candace Brown. Shout out to Candace Brown. She made some stickers for me that has like my my logo and my handle and my you know tree link and my email and the the website, so I could just you know put it on there and just send it to people. That way they have it. It's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I want to give back to the fans. Give back. Give to back the fans. a little something, a little appreciation. Yeah, man. Of course, so, of course, of course, of course. Is there is there a root beer flavored one? You know, I can check. I didn't. I didn't see one on there, but uh, there's like nobody makes a root beer candle. No, or or even a freshie. Yeah, I love root beer too. Stephen doesn't, but I do. Yeah. Stephen, why is it you don't like root beer? I don't know. I just I don't believe in uh, soda tasting like candy. <laughs> if I want to, if I want to, ca- yes. <laughs> the candy tastes like the soda. <laughs> if I want a Tootsie Roll drink, I just put Tootsie Roll in, in the carbonated water, and then yeah, there's your root beer. You're not being a hater right now. Are no, you? no, I, I 
Anybody? It, it sounds like it. No, no, no. Anybody who enjoys uh, root beer, I'm like, oh, cool. That's you can have that drink. I'm gonna have my Coke Zero. Yeah. So uh, what about what about cream soda? Um, depends on the cream. It's kind. Of, it's kind of like the same brand from the root beer people. You yeah, know? it's like a white chocolate of root beer. You know what? I don't. I can't say if I actually. I've actually tried that. I, mm. I, I don't. Th- I don't think I've, I've tried that. It's like a, drinking like a root beer float. But do you remember when we went to that? That computer like uh, thing that we went with, uh, you know who? Yeah. I won't say. I won't say that uh, his name. Um, yeah. It was like under under the bridge downtown. Yeah, there was like uh, it was like the end of the month computer sales. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Dallas, and uh, we were me and this other person that was with us. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. Right. Um, he was all like, "Hey, man, they they have these like really cool." I'm gonna do an impression of him. Hey, man, they got really good, uh, really cool flavors, different flavors sodas. You want to try one with me, man? Like, why does he, why does he sound like like Chong from Cheech and Chong? He wishes he was Chong. <laughs> uh, Did he like put two straws in one drink? Or no he he was like really intrigued by this um, this soda fl- or bacon flavored soda. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, like yeah. Jones soda. Yeah, it was one of those sodas. And he had, like, there was other things to choose one that were really good, like lemon something. Uh, I think there was, like, a key lime pie one. Mm-hmm. And he, this this guy, decided, hey, man, you know, we love bacon. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's get the soda the soda that tastes like bacon. Why does he sound like a surfer now? I don't know. I, I'm going to make every <laughs> dumb accent whenever I do his uh, impression of him. Um, it you, tastes like bacon. Yeah, it tastes like bacon. Um, so we, 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 drank, we opened it up. We, we all took a swig of it. Oh man. We we're just like, this is, this is a very acquired taste. Yeah. Um, I think you tried it too and you, you just automatically spit it out you were like, no. Yeah. I was there looking for computer parts. I was yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this, man? Bacon root soda. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and we were like, let's save it. Let's let's take it home and put it in the refrigerator. Maybe it tastes better cold. Right. We did that. It was it was worse. It was wor- it, it it honestly tastes like you were just drinking cold bacon grease. Mm. And it was it could not I could not wash. I the, mean I the, love bacon, but I don't know yeah, if I want to drink it. But. Yeah. And I was all like, how much did you pay for that? Uh, you know, you know who. And he was all like, well, what to do, nephew? Um, Dumb. That's what he used to always say. Uh, I spent about seven fifty, like $7.50 for a bottle of this crap? Yeah. It was, Why? It was pretty bad. So you guys were at this computer sale with Snoop Dogg? <laughs> yes. Yeah, basically, he, he smoked like... Like Snoop Dogg, not that <laughs> not that it's ain't like anything bad with anybody who smokes. Yeah, yeah. And I, love, not, I love Snoop Dogg too. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, that's um, the chron- you know with all the stuff that you did with the you know Dr. Dre was great. Mm-hmm. So. What the heck was that? Mm-hmm. Neighbor? It was a monster. A demon? I don't know. It was a demon. Yeah. So, so what are you doing right now, Matt? I'm not doing anything. I wasn't even thinking about you recording. I was just sitting here doing nothing. I was like, I'm calling Bob. Well, I I was go- I wasn't gonna do one if I was gonna do the Sarah Kersey one with weird, uh, right? Horizon. So I figured I have to do one since I'm not putting that one out. So you told him what happened on that one. Yeah, Matt. Oh yeah, he actually, was the one that was trying to help. With yeah, the- Matt was trying to fix it, but he, you know, this was beyond us. I mean, I tr- I spent like four days trying to fix it before I even talked to Matt about it. So damn. Anyway, I wish I was good at that stuff. I would try to help, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I'm good at it. I just tinker with it a lot, and I go, "Okay, let me try this. Let me try that." So let me try this. So, <clears throat> how's the how's the uh, CPAC stuff, Matt? Hey, it's going good. You, you sound you sound a little bit better, man. And that's after I only got five hours of sleep. What, 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 what? Yep. <laughs> well, say, okay, so I say it's going good, and then I say I got five hours of sleep. That's because, like, I rolled over <laughs> and, like, yanked the thing off the t- nightstand next to the bed. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we sleep so, so, like, woke me up. Sleeping so good, you go, okay, I'm going to roll over. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, uh, but luckily, it landed in the trash can. <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> yeah. But then... Uh, my problem is if I've been sleeping for longer than like say four hours with it, 
if I wake up, it's really hard for me to fall back asleep. Mm. I don't know why. Like going through all the stuff to put it back on and get it all started up and get and everything. I just, so like I laid there. It was like five o'clock in the morning, and I laid there and laid there and laid there, and finally it was like six thirty, and I was like, I give up. I'm just getting up for the day. Yeah, yeah. That's... But other than that, it's been good. Sweet. Oh, but what about like on the on the weekends? Like, or just it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, it don't matter. It's it's still, that's what I do Monday through Friday. I don't know why I do it again. I sleep from about midnight to four thirty, and I wake up like I slept like about a good six or seven hours. But it it really hits me on Friday. Like as soon as like. Like after we do the podcast, like I go into my room, I'm like, should I play some Elden Ring? And I'm, I'm just too tired. I'll just, I'll go back to, or I'll go to sleep and then I won't wake up till, Ooh, like maybe like six thirty, six thirty seven. That's a good six, seven hours of sleep there. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's some good sleep. Well, I mean, you're a dad. So that's like, that's you gotta, you gotta equivalent get to somebody like sleeping 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't believe, like, I, I'll say this uh, at work. I'll be like, man, I slept in on Saturday and Sunday. They're like, oh, yeah, what, what time did you wake up? They're thinking, like, 9, 10, 11. I'm like, no, I woke up at 6.30. That's sleeping in. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> I, I used to tell you that whenever you were, like, really young. And then I used to, like, and used to, like, what? What do you mean you slept in at 7? That's, that, no. I could never do that. And now... You know how Blair was such a morning person? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm bringing Blair up to this. Now she's going to get mad. <laughs> Blair, I'm going to do this really quick. Uh, you know, I did, I did a lot on that last episode. Y'all are done. Uh, y'all are done. Um, she she was such a morning person, and before I had the sleep apnea thing, I was not a morning person at all whatsoever. If you said one thing wrong to me, I would have been like, leave me alone. Paparazzi. Ah. Um, but now, since I get such great sleep, I, I'm a morning person, and it flipped. So I'll say like, you know, I'll text her like at nine at work. I was like, Hey, good morning, babe. How are you feeling? Uh, the boys are driving me insane. There have been up since six 30. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm done with that. But yeah, it's just, I think it's funny how it flips. I mean, all you got to tell them is just sleep to eight o'clock. They don't, they don't do that. Like they take advantage of it because you know, Blair's just, you know, she's trying to get her sleep because, you know, she comes home late. Right. And it takes for a, a while to wind down. I was like this, too, when I worked at ADT. Uh, you would get off at uh, 9, come home, like, around 10 because we lived in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. And then it would take me a while to wind down. I didn't go to bed till like, 1. And then I'd have to wake up at 6 because she had to go to work and had to stay awake for the boys. No. So I can understand she, she didn't go to bed till like, 3 in the morning. And then, and then she has to wake up with the boys at 6.30. She's like, no. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Well... You know, it happens. Like yeah. whenever, whenever I was like taking care of the boys on the weekends, whenever they napped, I napped. That's just the way mm-hmm. I did it. Yeah. That's what we tried to do. Remember we tried to do that whenever they were babies? Yeah. Like, hey, they're, na- they're napping. We, let's just take a nap. Like we could nap. Yeah. Well, we just couldn't. Well, at least I couldn't. I did it whenever I was watching them. They were like two. Mm-hmm. I go, they're going to sleep. Like uh, my mom would call and uh, grandma would call and I uh, would say, I go, Mom, I got to let you go because the boys are asleep. I got to go to sleep, too. <laughs> yeah. It was just, that was, oh, man. Those were, those were, those were interesting times. Yep. That was whenever I had. The best is whenever boys. they get old enough to, like, take care of themselves. Yeah. Yep. They're getting They're getting. Like whenever they now. get old enough to, like, make their own food and get dressed and everything and chill out and just watch TV or something. Yeah. Yeah, those are, I think... Whenever Steven started doing that, I was really happy. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> not that you should just leave them unsupervised and just continue to sleep while they're yeah. up and everything. Yeah, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, Every now. And then. So, what's going on in the uh, Bigfoot world? You want to talk about? Uh, you, you got anything going on? That usually, usually frustration. Yeah, I would. Frustration I, is what's going on with with the photos being passed around. Everywhere, over and over and over and over, it's the same thing year after year, and it's so annoying. For the people who don't know what you're referring to, which which pictures are you talking about? There's a series of photos, and right now there's a spill attached to them. I'm not sure what I think Ohio or something, 
and pictures are of a supposed Bigfoot walking around a lake. Is it's it- clearly a black costume, like a black gorilla costume. Right. Like, I don't know. But there's a lot of people who have never seen a Bigfoot, and they're tricked by the pictures. And the story is that, like, a sheriff has verified these photos, and the Finding Bigfoot team has been contacted and all this they were part of a parody newspaper like years ago, uh-huh. like 2013 or something. Is this, but every year they come back with a new story. Is this the one that looks like it's like somebody like in a boat, like taking yeah. pictures on on the bank, and it's like exactly, and there's like a tree lining behind them and stuff like that. You know, you know, what's, yeah. you know what's funny is that uh, you know uh, the other podcast buddy of mine, uh, Terry Kegel, he's from. Um, uh, Porch Matters podcast, and he he has his own group, and he he tied me into that into, into that post, and I go, I've already seen these. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that's what I posted because I saw you know because the people you know people who are not in the Bigfoot they're curious and they want to get involved. They see these and they just like pounce on it, right? Because they're like, oh my god, that's this, this, is, is, this yeah. is good this evidence. Is, this is like four or five pictures. Yeah, this is like a sequence. Yeah, let's let's you know let's pass it around. <laughs> So, I mean, I understand, you know, like they see it and like, you know, it's got a couple of key things. First, you have the sheriff's validation. So they're like, oh, well, a sheriff validated it. Yeah. And then like the finding Bigfoot team has been gone. There is no finding Bigfoot team. It's been off the air for years. Like those people don't like still work together. They're all doing their own thing. So yeah. they wouldn't be contacted. There's no TV show or anything. So that's your first clue. But like. Sometimes they're from Ohio. Sometimes it's Florida. Sometimes Missouri. Like it's all over the place. Yeah. And I get it. Everybody wants to see a Bigfoot, so they don't want to think that they're being fooled or whatever. But nine times out of ten, well, ninety-nine times out of a hundred, uh, it's probably just a guy in a suit. I was going to tell you, I did listen to your podcast this past week with the uh, Squatch Ranger, and uh, yeah, you guys talked about this too on there. On, we did uh, on uh, Matt's show, Bigfoot Crossing, Big, Bigfoot Crossroads. Sorry, Bigfoot, Bigfoot Crossing. Crossing. What is Bigfoot Crossing? It's a spinoff <laughs> with uh, Matt Knapp. Uh, you may yeah. know him and uh, uh, Matthew uh, uh, Reginald Knapp Napper. <laughs> Bigfoot is, Creek. Is that his alternate ego? Is that his alternate ego? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's Matt Knapp, but very proper. Uh, oh, contrary. John Matthew Montgomery. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Reginald Nappers. That is my legal name. Yep. <laughs> Nad Nappers. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> whenever you got in trouble, like, Matthew Reginald Nappers. Was this whenever he's like in a hotel and he busts potatoes? Yeah. <laughs> Matthew. You know Reginald. how like, you know how like football players, like you get like a team nickname and everybody's nickname is like real cool, you know? So and like whenever I yeah whenever I was playing football in high school I couldn't wait to get my nickname you know like what's it gonna be you know my coach immediately started calling me knapsack oh, no. <laughs> I was like what the hell's that I get knapsack like really oh yeah, man because and he tried to cover it up I was like because you, you know you're sacking the you're sacking the quarterback no right? no he didn't <laughs> <laughs> he didn't at all oh, that would be man. funny if he was trying to tell you that you go no no i don't believe it i don't believe it that's bullshit i'm sorry knapsack knapsack yeah. that's just so i just lay there like thrown to the side after school or something like i don't understand yeah and then there's me big boy jones yeah, that's that was, that was your nickname, right? Mm-hmm. Big Boy Jones. I wonder who like gave you that name. I don't know. A guy named uh, Ro- Robert Reginald Bartholomew <laughs> D- Dominguez Quest Ro- Robert Dumagatis Dumagatis. Yep, <laughs> Dumagatis. You know what they called me in like high school football? Uh, I was the only guy. Like I was a senior. I was the only guy that had a beard. Really? Yeah, I was the only guy who had a beard, and I had like a full beard. And the coach called me Billy Goat. Oh, nice! Because I would love, I would love to hit people, and I had a big beard. But when they when change it to Bobby Goat, they, yeah, I was gonna say like Bobby Goat sounds cooler. That yeah. does, you know what? It does. Let's let's go back in time. <laughs> let's go back. Yeah, back in time. Yeah, let's go get a DeLorean. But you can always tell people that whenever you played football, they called you the Goat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they did. Yeah. And then when you came out, like, you know, you go, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like I, dun, 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 did I ever dun, tell you about the time that I scored five touchdowns for Poke High? <laughs> <laughs> how much? How much you want to bet I can throw a football over the mountains? You see the mountains over there? Mm-hmm. Actually, I can throw this football all the way over there. That's me. That's that's that was Bobby completely the, the wrong throw. Yeah, I wasn't even a quarterback. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was a lineman. How, much, like, you, how much you want to uh, bet I can sack that mountain? <laughs> How much you want to bet I can take a nap? I, how much you want to bet I can I can blitz that freeway? Yeah, I could take a nap sack. Bam! I can carry all your stuff. Oh man, <laughs> Matt, Lord, Matt, what that's else? what I should have said. You call me nap sack because I carry the team. Yep. Yeah. That's that's what it is. Of course, that's what it was. Yeah, I'm with it. I I love it. I still think about the sack second quarterback. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> And Matt was like, no, no. No. That was uh, Robert drinking his uh, Coke tea. <clears throat> Matt, what else is going on in the uh, Bigfoot world? Because you know what? Like, to be honest with you, Matt always finds, or Matt always gets all, like, all the, the rumors and gossips before I do, mm-hmm. and which I love. And then, like, if I, if I want to know what's going on, I, I just call Matt. I go, Matt, what's going on? And he, like, he tells me and stuff. Like every now and then, I might get a story before he does, but he usually gets it like before me. And I'll I'll be honest. You get a little tidbits here and there. Yeah. So, um, right now we're in the middle of conference season, kind of. Yeah. You know, like everybody's like doing the conference thing, and nobody's really out hitting the woods that I know of. Yeah, I'm actually going to be at the Southern Bigfoot Conference in Mineola, and on the weekend of. April 29th and 30th. So I'll um, be next year, right? No. In nine, what, nine, eight days or something like that? Mm, nine, so, eight days. So I'm going to go. I don't have a table, but I think I'm going to try to finagle my way to maybe get a table. Try to get like one of those fold out tables from work. And then just well, I, yeah, I got, I have one already. I got, oh, chair, yeah, I got chairs. Right. I got chairs. I'm ready, but I'm just going <laughs> to, since I'm sponsor, I'm helping sponsor it. I'm going to try to sweet talk. And remember how I sweet talked that lady and, Good old Hanoba. Hanoba, yeah. yeah. So maybe I could sweet talk my way and get a table. So uh, I'm going to meet uh, Logan Kraft out there, Matt. You should just take a TV tray. Yeah, I should, right? And like a folding chair and just like just set it up wherever you're at. Just carry it around with you the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And just because that's what I was kind of, I was just going to, you know, take a mic, take a, you know, a stand, just put the mic on the stand, just walk around and just. Just you know, get people's stories. Just like talk to them. Go, hey man, what do you, you know? What do you got going on in Bigfoot? And you want to talk about your experiences or your, or how you got into Bigfoot? That's so, where you get the best stories because like witnesses are willing to talk at conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when uh, Stephen and I went to the very first Hanoba conference. Remember that, Stephen? I do. It was fun, and it was like it was like I talked the whole time I was there. Mm-hmm. You remember that? And then like. It was like uh, two and a half days, and like like Sunday, we were leaving on Sunday, Matt, and my throat was so hoarse from yep. talking to so many people about Bigfoot. I was telling Stephen, I said, I go, I'm not talking the rest of the way driving home. So you, if you got to go to the restroom, point down. <laughs> if you want food, <laughs> point at your mouth because <laughs> so, I'm not talking. So. I, I remember that. But, uh, I remember that. I was there. We were there with uh, Todd Partain. You remember that? Yeah, that's whenever I we, do. We, I, uh, I remember all you, you videoed those interviews, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we did. And it was good. It was the first time I met uh, Mid America. First time I ever heard of them there. So there were. Who are they? Um, Mid America? I don't know. Is that like a group or? Mid America, Bigfoot. I don't know. I forgot what their, what their uh, acronym stands for. I don't remember. MRRBC or something? I don't know. Anyway. I, re- I remember, like, stupid stuff that, that happened that day because, you know, I was in high school. Yeah. Um, I was whenever we had the Indian taco, and it <laughs> jacked up our stomach. Well, it jacked up my stomach. Yeah. And uh, they had a lot of good food there, though. They, they, they did, but I was – there was always that – there was, like, a really good uh, burger stand that it was just constantly packed. Yeah. And we were, like – like, we only had, like – you wanted to only step away from the table – like for 15 minutes. Like, yeah. hey, let's go get something to eat. We went there. We saw like a huge ass line. You were like, screw this, man. Let's go to this Indian taco place. And I was like, what the hell? Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> and it was just like, it was just a tostada. 
Yeah, it was like cornbread. It was, it was, uh, it was cornbread really tostada with like meat, cheese, uh, lettuce, and tomato. Thank God they actually had like actual bathrooms there. Because I was like, <laughs> man, if I was going to have to take a shit in the woods with this, the way I was shitting. <laughs> or maybe you'd take a shit on the plant. Or oh, something. yeah. I'll have to take a dump on a plant. Uh, yeah. I was so glad with that. Like, I was like, thank God. I think I went like three times and you were like, where'd you go? I'd take a, I'd take a dump again. Yeah. Uh, was it was, it was kind of funny because like whenever we got there, I had, I, I don't know. I'm sure I've told, I've told you this story, Matt, but whenever we got there, I had paid for a table and I got there and the lady told me, cause Oh no, we sold them all out. I said, no, I paid for it. I have, I have the receipt. And, <clears throat> and she was saying, she was like, she was convinced that she was not going to give me a table. So then I, I go, I drove all this way. I drove all this way for a table. I'm going to set up a table. So, you know, I, I, I took a minute. I stepped back. I said, you know what? I'm going to turn on this Dominguez charm. Mm-hmm. And so I walked over to her. And I said, hey, I really like your earrings. And she goes, oh, do you really? And I, I started complimenting her. She goes, she yelled at some some guy. goes, go get this young man a table and bring it over here. Get this man a table and a nice cold beverage. Uh-huh. So, so she got a table, put it down. And she goes, just put it wherever you want to. So I put it. I put it on the first turn corner when people were turning. Uh, it was a good re- spot. Yeah, it was a really good spot. And um, I think like 10 minutes later, Todd Partain walked up. And I remember meeting him like before at a conference, with not a conference, but like a meet with Luke and Billy Simmons and uh, Cassius Clay. Uh, and that's where we met. What's your name? But anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah. uh, um, he was walking around the corner. I go, I go, Todd. And he looked at me and goes, hey, what's up? I go, Robert Dominguez, remember? And Tyler? And so he was trying to get a table. He said he got one, but she didn't give him one. I said, dude, I got plenty of room on my table here. I said, mm-hmm. why don't you just plop down? And so he plopped down, and, and we were like friends after that. And he, was, he sold his, you know, his, uh, his DVDs, and he had his cameras, and we were interviewing people. And uh, that's where we met um, Michael Holy, Holy Sulphur. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I, think, I think you interviewed him, right? Yeah. Well, um, Todd did, mm-hmm. and he was eventually how we, had, we got into like information about Concho, uh, Concho mm-hmm. and we ended up going to Concho, and he was our he was our Native American liaison when we were in Concho. I didn't even know that you you needed that. Yeah, that's how like I was in high school, so I didn't really know that much things. Man, they I still don't. But. Like if you were go if you go on any Native American land, especially like in Oklahoma, right, right, Matt. If you go in there, you got to have permission. You got to talk to elders. I mean, you just can't as a as a non-Native American, you just can't walk on their property and, and expect to be no, like in jail, no. you know, not in jail or something. He, he, okay, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. We could get away with it. <laughs> I hate to say that, but we could get away with it. But whenever we went with Todd, with, with Todd with, Partey. Yeah, with Todd Partey, he stuck out like a sword. It was, uh, uh, yeah, him, yeah, it was just, yeah, Todd. It was he's, just Todd. If He stuck out. If people don't know, because people don't know Todd, you know, he's, He's like a really, he's a Caucasian. He's extremely white and he has like really, really bright red hair. Yes, very bright. <laughs> very, very bright. It was just shining like a beacon, even in the daytime. So, yeah, I was like, I go, dang, they, they really, they didn't pull us over, but they were, they, uh, he approached us. He's like, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah. You know, but he was like looking at Todd. Yeah, it was, <laughs> was like, it was, it was funny because like whenever we were in the woods, after we got permission to be on, to be in like in the city limits, we were like in the woods. We we're with uh, Michael, Michael Holy Sulphur, and it was like me, you, and Todd, and like we all kind of like, like kind of like spread out a little bit. And the pathway or the driveway only had Todd visible, mm-hmm. and that Native American uh, affairs officer saw only Todd, and he pulled up really quick, and he got out of his vehicle, and he walked over to us, and then you know Michael walks up, I walk up. And he goes, oh, okay. And then, like, we, we had to show him, like, the papers that, that we had to mm-hmm. be there. And he goes, man, I was getting ready to, like, put y'all in jail. Because <laughs> yeah. he was, like, anytime he sees, like, a non-Native American, he's going to. Because that's, I think that's how they get, like, revenue or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's probably one of the ways. I mean, they have their own police force. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's not, like, uh, law enforcement or not. You don't want to get caught on Native American land unless you belong there. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Cause like he was telling us, he goes, he goes, you two look Native American. And he pointed at Todd. He goes, you do not. (laughs) (laughs) You, my friend, do not. You know, his documentary, uh, I think it was called Eyes in the Dark. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
it was really good. Like his Bigfoot encounter story was a really good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for, a, like, for, for a while it was probably like, like the top Bigfoot DVD seller for a little bit, like for maybe like a yeah. summer or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was before Bigfoot got popular enough to be on TV all the time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Todd is a good dude. I don't think he's doing Bigfoot stuff anymore though. Um, I'm, I'm friends with him. M- yeah. What's he's that? been, he's been MIA. On a couple. I mean, I know he's still active on Facebook. Well, he's, is he? Yeah. He's still on Facebook. He's, um, he had, um, you know, while, you know, without going too much into it, he had, uh, a medical condition mm-hmm. which uh, got severe and it, it uh, affected his eyesight. So he wasn't able to get out and do video anymore. So he, he just doesn't do all that stuff anymore. But I, I reach out to him every now and then and say hello. And he says hello back, but he's, I don't know. He's just not the same and stuff, but he's well, a good dude though. What's uh, what, what do you, uh, what does you and him have in common? Uh, Borth Bowen on December 28th. Yep. That's right. Yep. That's right, yeah. Todd Partain. Shout out to Todd Partain. He's a good dude, man. I mm-hmm. miss him. Yeah. Yes. So, anywho. <clears throat> but that Hanoba conference was actually pretty fun, though. Yeah, it was. That was whenever, do you remember the first day, or, yeah, the first day we got there, like, within, I think, three hours in, like, me and you, I think that was whenever me and you were going to look for some or just explore. We had a little break and we wanted to explore the other other vendors and all that. Yeah, and I ran I ran into Big Jealous, Big Red, and and Shay. Yeah, uh, yeah. friends of mine at high school, and like I saw, you know, Big Jealous, Big Jealous was huge at that time. He had the, he had a really tight shirt, tight jeans, and he had the the cowboy hat. Same thing with Big Red, and they both walk into me. And they're like, Stephen, what are you, what are you doing here? And then he looked at you. He's like, Robert, what are you doing here? Yeah, and um, we were like. Where he, you already know, like I already told you, he was he was there because his his sister's a good singer, right? Yeah, Shay, she was performing some songs there at the conference. I think for two days. Um, wow. Yeah, and I thought that was cool. And so whenever I think I had a time to go a break to go watch her sing, she saw me in the audience. She was like, "Oh my god!" Like, what are, what are you doing here? Yeah, I was like, "I take it, I take it, your brother didn't tell me I, or say that I was here." He's like, "No, I didn't want to, wanted to surprise her. It was just a weird." Why? Okay, I'm just the only question I have is why do you think they didn't tell you that during school? I don't know. Do you think they they felt bad because it was like a Bigfoot conference or? I don't know. Like I knew the, at the time she was she was doing like these small venues of singing, you know, going out there, and uh, but I think their I think their grandparents lived in Oklahoma and they she got them in into that that, that venue to sing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, secretly, uh, Big Jealous believes in Bigfoot, but he doesn't want to really admit it. Oh, okay. he didn't, well, he didn't want to admit it at the time. What's What's his real name? Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan Ellis. Jonathan Ellis. We called him Big Jealous. Big Jealous. That dude. That dude was an amazing football player. He was. A, he was a good friend too. Yeah, he was a really good friend. Um, you know, I haven't talked to him in a while, but you know, he's he was. We were pretty cool in high school, and I just thought that was are still, odd. Are you still friends with him on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Yep, and Shay Shay O'Redale. Yep. Man, you should reach out to him that we're t- we're talking about him on this podcast. Yeah, he's gonna be like, "We all, what are y'all talking about? What, what did I deserve to be on the on the podcast?" I don't know why he sounds like that. <laughs> why does he sound like like Bill Clinton? <laughs> you always do impersonations that sound nothing like the and person. They sound nothing like the person. That's my that's my superpower, man. <laughs> but uh, you, but you do uh, that Hank Hill. Uh, was that Hank Hill? God good? damn, it, Bobby. Yeah, your first language is English. Yeah, I I. I I think I, I'm pretty good at doing solo impressions of an actual, like, act, well, yeah, with like Hank Hill and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm if I'm doing it for people that I know, I, I like I I think I secretly just do it on purpose to make him sound different. Sorry, we needed that. <laughs> Those who are listening, they know what that means. Yes, <laughs> they know what it means. They know. Um, but yeah. Um, Matt, did you ever hear that story about uh, over in Concho about that Bigfoot that walked over to behind that uh, casino to uh, to drink out of that grease pit? Yeah, I've heard it. Where did you, where did you hear that? I'm just curious. Okay, so I heard about it from two different sources, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was on TV. Uh, they did like a reenactment of it, of this show that was on the outdoor life network for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I heard about it from somebody that worked at the casino whenever it happened. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of a lot more to the story or whatever. Um, but then the weird thing is years later, I met another person who's from the area and he uh, said that he heard about it from the security guard that worked there at the time. Right. And I asked him, you know, what did the security guard tell you? And the story that he recited to me that he got from the security guard was the same exact story I had heard from the woman I knew that worked there at the time. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, there was a lot of conspiracy stuff around it. Uh, because everybody wants to see the video, you know, Mm -hmm. like obviously, and supposedly like the, uh, tribe, uh, of that particular casino confiscated the video Mm -hmm. and made all the employees sign a non-disclosure agreement. And if anybody talked about it and they found out they would be fired. Yeah. What was interesting is that like Todd approached me about it because I think, Todd was at a, I think he was, I can't, which I can't remember what form he was. I want to say Alabama, the Alabama Bigfoot form. <clears throat> and Todd was on, was in there. And I think Michael, Michael Sulfur reached out to him because like mm-hmm. apparently Michael, Michael was a guy we met at the Hanova Bigfoot conference and his cousin, he said his cousin worked there and, yep. and that's how we got the contact. So, once, once, uh, and then Todd reached out to me because I don't think I don't think Todd's ever been in the field, and so at, at that time he asked me, "Hey man, will you go with me?" And I go, "Yeah, I'll go with you." And so we end up going like myself and Stephen, and we we get there, and there was like a security guard waiting there for us, and as we get there, uh, they tell us we had to go into town and talk to the elders, you know, to get permission to be there. So we we get escorted by this uh, security guard. We go into town. We get we get uh, we asked them if we could have Michael as our liaison, and they said okay. So we go back to the uh, you know to the casino. Mike goes in to go talk to him because we you know we weren't allowed to go in there, and he comes back out and he says, "Well, they don't they don't really want to talk about it now." And I go, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "Yeah, they, they don't want to talk about it." And and I go I go, but there's a video. I just want to see the video. I don't want a copy of it. I don't. I just want to see it. And they go, no. No, we can't do that. And he goes. He goes. They won't. They won't allow it. And I go. What the hell? I go. We drove all the way over here, and so Todd was being. So then you're like, "Hey, I like your earrings." <laughs> they're like, "Okay, you can see the video." Get this guy a copy of this video. <laughs> <laughs> it's that same lady. She just shows up. Yeah, get this. Get this young man a copy of this DVD. <laughs> baby, baby, you okay? Go yeah. go go look at the VCR. Get, you, get yourself some fried bread. Go sit down over there. Get you an Indian taco. Uh, get yourself an Indian taco. Oh, man. Not how Native Americans talk at all. Oh, no, no, no. I don't know why we... See, there we go again. I know. Do you just turn like to an old black man from Mississippi or something. <laughs> go ahead and get yourself a nice little cornbread. God, Jesus Christ. Uh... <laughs> sorry. Oh, no, hold on. I'm sorry. Oh, man. So... Uh, okay, so yeah, the you know he comes out and he tells us you know we can't look at the video, we can't be there, but we already we already had permission to be there, you know from from the elders, and so you know Todd goes, I don't want to leave. I go, I don't want to leave either. So I go, can we just go like in the town and just talk to people? And they go, yeah. And so we drove into town. We got escorted by the by that uh, security guard, and so we would stop and try to talk to people. No one would talk to us. Matt, nobody would talk to us. Yeah, I remember that too. And I was like, Dang. so we end up going to the very edge of a town where they have powwows, and at the, it was right like on the a cusp of the the woods, and it was like a railroad track, probably like I don't know, like a hundred yards away. And so there was a bunch of sage out there, so we would go out there and we walked around for a little bit, and that's when that uh, Native American affairs officer pulls up, and he was you know uh, you know he was wanting to throw us in jail because he didn't see us or he didn't see Mike. He only saw Todd, so he stopped and talked to us. And so at that time, I had a had an old digital, not a digital, but I had like a tape, tape tape recorder. So I walked up to him and I said, hey, man, I go, you got any stories about Bigfoot? And he goes, uh, you know, I'll talk to you if you turn that off. 
And I go, okay. So I turned it off. He goes, take out the batteries. So I took out the batteries and showed him. <laughs> yeah, I'll turn it off. Click. Okay. <laughs> so I took out the batteries and he goes, man, they're here all the time. Because we, we, I go, I at least get about three like calls a week about Bigfoot. He says, whenever, yeah, he said, he says, whenever they were like, they were doing powwows at night and they were like, you know, you know, dude, like, especially at night, he says that, you know, Bigfoots would come up to the tree line and just watch him. That's, you know, you know, that's what he told us. And he said, there's, there's plenty of people who like glow, like glow, grow like watermelons and stuff. And Bigfoots come out there and pull out watermelons and walk off. And so, but he tells me that there's there, they're there all the time and they just don't want non-native american people there to yeah. research it so i thought that was kind of really interesting and it was a interesting experience so he was a, he was a cool guy yeah he was he was really cool well, and you know once he knew that we were we were there like we had permission to be there he was like real cool with us and yeah otherwise he was gonna like put us in the slapper so. yeah and then like i heard a story from there that like they used to uh bust in like people from like a retirement community, like mm-hmm. little old ladies to go play the slot machines at the casino. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the bus driver would sit in the parking lot while they were inside the casino and then, you know, drive them back. And one night he was out there in the parking lot and a Bigfoot came walking out of the woods and like, was kind of like standing behind the casino, mm-hmm. but like out in the open and the bus driver could like, you know, see him because like he had to park the bus, you know, where it was out of the way or whatever. And he got freaked out and like left all the old people at the casino and like drove the bus back to the station and like quit his job. Wow. And like, Jeez. that was it. He was like done with it. Was the Bigfoot staring at him? I don't know if he was staring at him or not. I mean, that's just like, I've heard countless stories from around there. Um, from like Native Americans and stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy stuff that goes on out there. Yeah, I'd like to go back. Yeah, I would too. Because um, I honestly like really, really liked. I was drawn. I hate to say that, but I was drawn to the area where where Mike Mike took us to where that latest sighting was. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was he. I, I could have, if I remember correctly, it's like down the street, down where the area we're at is down the street, and like. A couple hundred yards. There's like an old school. Yeah, an old school there. And he was like, "Yeah, I, we, I was just about to mention that, but go ahead." Yeah, like he was like, "Oh yeah, we because uh, we we wanted to park to see Todd wanted to park to see where we were gonna go." Right. He goes, "Yeah, but can we not park right here?" And he was like, so "I was like, why?" He goes, "Well, this this school has some history on it. Apparently, there's like a couple portals to hell." Yeah. Yeah, that's that, what's haunted. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and it, and I, it has uh, tunnels on the property, and supposedly the Bigfoot run the tunnels underground mm. and there's like this, uh, bridge that's right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an old roadway by the school, but it's like in the woods and it's like gone now, but the bridge is still there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I know, I know some people, <laughs> I know some people that are, like that bridge is supposed to be one of the scariest places in Oklahoma. Yeah. I think, I think you and I talked off show about this a long time ago about, the that bridge too. That's yeah, funny. yeah, he knew, he knew exactly what we were talking about. It's yeah. like right where that siding was at. That was whenever he we he uh, Todd drove all down that pathway, and that was whenever you walked out. And he was like, Michael was already freaking out. He's like, what you, Wait, what are you doing? Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna do a couple of tree knocks and maybe do a call, a yeah. call or something. He's like, Um, he goes, Well, <laughs> it, it, this, the sun was like setting. It was like it was getting late, but it wasn't. The sun was still out. Yeah, he's like, Well, the sun's about to set, man. I, I kind of want to kind of want to leave here before it gets dark. Yeah. He was, he was like, really, really he, scared. He was not wanting to be there, Matt at all. And like, I get, I get out of the vehicle. Cause like, you know, Todd's driving. I'm in the, uh, Todd stays in the car too. <laughs> yeah. I was in the passenger side. Steven was in the back seat. So was Mike. And so I get out to go do a call and like, I don't tell anybody I'm going to do it. I just get, I just open the door and just get out and I go, what do you do it? Then I'm going to go do a call, man. And so I walked up, I walked up the road a little bit and I, I did a call. And I think we got like a callback within well, like within you 30. Did, you did a tree, tree knock first. You did okay. a couple tree knocks. And right whenever you walked out, I was getting out. And then Mike was like, what are you doing? Like he was just getting upset. And Todd was just like looking at like the situation. Like he was trying to process what, what's going on. Yeah. And I was like, if something happens to Robert, I want to be there. Like I want to, like, I, I want to be there. And he was like, um, okay. Uh, 
Okay, and I got out, and I closed the door, and I walked right behind you, and you were already doing, like, the third tree knock. Yeah. And I think it, we got a tree knock after that. Yeah. And then it. then you did the call. Yeah. And then not even seconds later, the, they got a weird weird call back, and then coyotes started going crazy. Yeah. That, uh, was, that, was, that was pretty. That was really, really. I thought I got nothing but chills right now. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah, that was like. I mean, like, I know a lot of people think it's bullshit, but. That's one of those locations where you don't have to do coals. You don't have to do anything. You just have to go there. And if you're brave enough to stay there after dark, chances are something will happen. Now, I'm not saying, like, Bigfoot just in general doesn't, like, step out of the tree line and show itself. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. But, like, you'll figure out that something's out there for sure, like, within a short amount of time. We're talking about, like, Groups of people, like carloads of people, would go out there and just set up their lawn chairs and just sit there by the school and just enjoy the show until they got too scared to stay. Man, was- and, like, you know how Bigfooting is. Like, if you have a group of more than, like, three or four people, you can just forget about it. You're not going to get anything. Yeah. But out there, like, they don't care. Yeah. They don't care at all. Yeah, it kind of ma- makes me – that's still – I don't know if I'm brave enough to do the school part because the whole portal to hell thing, I thought that was unique and interesting then. Right. But, you know, ever since, uh, you know, nowadays, I'm just like, mm, it's still interesting. I don't know if I want to, I want to be in that, that property. Yeah. I but think I I'm, thought that was cool. I'm supposed to be in Oklahoma city, uh, May the 2nd through the 5th. So I, if I have time, maybe I'll break away and, Try to drive up there. Where, where is Concho at? From it's, Oklahoma it's, it's north of Oklahoma City. What the hell? Sorry, Matt. <laughs> at the time, whenever we were there, too, I was, like, so, like, a, like dumb high school kid. But at the, I don't know if you remember. I, I kept saying, Concho, jump on it. Jump on it. Jump on it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I do remember that. You were like, okay, you can stop singing that now. <laughs> 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 Concho, jump on it. Jump on it. That is a catchy song, though. Yeah, it is. I still remember that. I will will say that. It is a catchy song. But Mm -hmm. um, it's it's north of Oklahoma City, if if my memory serves correct. It's like north, northwest, I think. Somewhere out there. Look it up right now. Yeah, look it up. Look it up. Oh, please. El Reno, Oklahoma. El Reno? Starting route. That's going to actually say that. Hold on. Oh, you don't have a Bluetooth, so you're good. Wait. <clears throat> yeah, it's like it's like west of Oklahoma City. Wait, is it? Is it? No. It's northwest or just west? Yeah, north, it's north. Northwest. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. I mean, yeah, it, it's just north of El Reno. <clears throat> and, like, all those areas around there. Like, I have researched in... Hinton, which is just west of there. Hydro, which is just west of there. I've heard stories about all these places. Like, there's a town called Kogar that's, like, southwest of Concho that's, mm-hmm. like, eight up with them. And then west of Kogar, on the same highway, is the famous Binger. Yep. And, uh, you know, Binger, again, is a place where, like, you don't have to call them. <laughs> They'll come to you. Uh, yeah, I think Binger was actually, uh, I might be wrong, but I think Binger was a town where they were, like, coming in at night and raiding trash cans. And, like, everybody in the town knew about it, and they actually had a town hall meeting about what to do about it. Hmm. Yeah, there's a bunch Pretty of crazy creek, stuff out there, man. Creeks out there, like Buggy Creek, Sugar Creek. Um, they always follow the creeks. Yep. <laughs> what is that city right above Binger? Lukiba? Lukiba? Yeah, Lukiba. Lukiba. You said it right, man. Wow. Right on. People from Oklahoma are going to be so proud. Uh, Gracemont, I've researched there. That's just south of Binger. And then, of course, south of Gracemont is Anadarko, which is like, I consider probably the capital of Bigfoot activity outside of southeastern Oklahoma. Wow. Yeah, that whole area, man. That is interesting. Oklahoma, man, I'm telling you, it's, I I think it's the busiest state with when it comes to Bigfoot stuff. So that's just me, though. Well, I always tell people I compare it to like a needle in a haystack, and Oklahoma's haystacks are really small. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, that's something I would like to go back to Concho. Yeah, I would too. Uh, take uh, take Michael again. We heck that we can just take Matt. I mean, yeah, obviously, but we don't. We, don't, we need a liaison. Yeah, we do need a liaison. Just in case, because oh, know. I can make that happen. Yeah, Matt knows lots of people. Oh yeah, okay. I still want to take uh, Michael just so he can redeem himself. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a little, he was like we'll go scared. during we'll go on during the daytime and we'll go during during the night. Although I think it's night. If you ask me, I would I wanted to stay. Yeah, of course. I wanted to stay. And yeah, I Todd. Todd. He, he didn't say anything, but he. You could tell he was getting white knuckled holding the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, like it was getting really, really white. Like he was turning into a like complete ghost. Like, and he was just like, "Okay, all right, you, you got you, you got your thing now. Let's go. Let's go, dude. Get out of here." I'm just saying that's what we do. Yeah, we've been doing this our whole, whole life. <laughs> Matt, thanks for calling. It was an accident. <laughs> he timed it right. A he happy knew, accident. He knew what he was doing. He's like, you know what? I'm going to be on their episode even though they didn't ask I'm going to be a part of Bigfoot Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what me on the show, do you? All right. Well, I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll call in right now. And yeah, no, he's going to I thought, answer. to be honest with you, I thought it was like my mom calling because she calls all the time too and. Like I get her on, I get her on the show, and she goes, "Okay, I'll go bye." <laughs> no, it's all. I think she's getting kind of bold now. She's like, "Say, like, oh, I'm on the podcast. Oh, did you talk to Richard?" <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but she calls it Matt. She calls it a a podcast. A podcast. That's what she calls it. A, a pigfoot podcast. Yeah, pigfoot podcast. <laughs> I love you, mom. I love you, grandma. <laughs> so. Matt, tell everybody where they can find Bigfoot Crossroads. <laughs> find me at the Crossroads Crossroads. On the internet. <laughs> I mean, that was they can find time. it on the internet. On the internet. <laughs> to summon me, you have to go to Tishamingo. Tishamingo. <laughs> First, find Bigfoot Club. Mm-hmm. Email them and ask them for a link. To Bigfoot Crossroads. Or email Bigfoot Crossroads, ask him to send you a link to Bigfoot Club. <laughs> and then... Well, yeah. actually, I started doing Instagram. So, oh, did you, oh, did like, you really? This is, yeah, this is recent for me. Like, I just started posting on Instagram for the first time ever last week. I'm still learning the ropes, but I need followers. So, if you want to look for Bigfoot Crossroads, at Bigfoot Crossroads on Instagram. Yeah. Give me a follow. Don't do Bigfoot Crossings. Yes. Don't do Bigfoot crossings. You don't want to cross a Bigfoot. No, you don't. I mean, if you do, great. Come talk to us. But, um, yeah, crisscross. Crisscross that out. You think if we go up to Concho, you think Cassandra would want to go with us? That's a good question. I think I think she'd be down. But the problem is, though, she'll probably, uh, you know, bring bring a weapon. That's fine. But that's at at the same time that's still kind of cool. We are the weapon. Yeah. The <laughs> I was like, you don't need that. We are the weapon. We already are. Where's that from? Uh, my terrible impression of Michael Fassbender as uh, Magneto. I'm talking about mutants. Oh. <laughs> I used to always because the way he did it, he was just he put so much I know. jaw and and throat we, to that. We already are. We already are. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, we're we're having too much fun here. Matt's always like, "Okay, you need to stop with the impressions. You're not really good at it, so you can just stop." You're not very good. You're not very good at it, so let's just go ahead and stop. I know that's our shtick, though. But here's the thing, though: it makes Robert laugh, and I like. But then you're going to get me started, and I'm really bad. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. No, you actually do really good impressions. Yeah, we used to always do that every time whenever we would go to Reeb Crib or. uh, daylight donuts, not to be confused with sunlight or sunny D something donuts that I saw in somewhere in North Richmond Hills. I was like, what a rip off. Um, for, yeah, for, like, Bell. for people who don't know, uh, Steven and I used to live in Tulsa. And so mm-hmm. we used to, we used to be at Matt's house all the time, every day. Yeah. Robert. So, would, and it was wonderful. It was. <laughs> Robert would drop me off there like at five in the morning, whenever I wasn't a morning person. 
you know, and uh, I would sleep. And I would still be asleep. And, and you then I'd wake up asleep. and you'd be asleep. <laughs> if, okay, so whenever, <laughs> whenever I would be there or go there and I was like, oh, man, that couch is calling my name. Kimba Slice is going to be my cuddle buddy. And then there's Roddy. Um, we're like a minute and nine seconds in. Dang, man. Yeah. Let's go for three hours. No. Come on, man. No. Joe Rogan does marathon it. show, twenty four hour stream. We yeah. just got we just got to hire somebody that looks up stuff for us and and name him. His name is Jaime. No, he goes, Jaime. Like, can you can you find that find that one with the lizard fighting the the, the snail? <laughs> find that, and he finds it. Bam, pulls it up. I'm like, oh dang, it actually exists. Yeah. Oh, Are you man. talking about the Bigfoot Ninja? No, we were we were doing Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has a guy named Jamie on there, and he just like looks up stuff for him all the time. Yeah. But remember the Bigfoot Ninja? Yes. Yes, I do. His name's Jaime, too. Is it really? Oh. Yeah. And not, not to get confused with the with the Bigfoot Ranger, right? The Bigfoot Ranger? That or was... There's a Bigfoot Ranger, there's a Squatch Ranger, and there's a Bigfoot Ninja. We... However, I wouldn't suggest calling him the Bigfoot Ninja because that's just what I call him. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, okay. He's, uh, he's the one that does – He's which one was the one that who did actual – or he claimed he did karate moves on a Bigfoot. Oh, God. Uh, that was the Bigfoot Ranger. Okay. <laughs> He's from um, Arizona, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Bigfoot <clears throat> Ranger. That's, that's interesting. I do recall he... It, 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 it takes all kinds. Yeah. I do I do recall he reached out to us whenever we were the TBRC and whenever we were just finally formed and didn't think he reached out to Luke and wanted to... He wanted to... Show us how to fight Bigfoot on, you know, karate and stuff like that. It was kind of... With karate. Yeah, karate. Karate. I don't know why I'm saying it like that, but... So I think I think it's safe to say we can call it a show now, so... Uh, I, I still think we can do three hours. No, no. I, I, can't, I can't do three hours. Come on, man. Come on. No. Let's do the, the Bigfoot Club experience. I, I didn't mean to like interrupt your show. I seriously no, no, didn't even think about that. To, no, you're to, fine. To be honest, we didn't really. We were kind of, kind of wing it, and we're gonna do some. I think sightings from Sighting. the B, we're, BFRO. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna do some sighting reports from the BFRO, but this ended up being pretty good. So I really, yeah. I really liked it. It's so. always a, it's always, always a pleasure to have Matt. Yeah, on the show, even when it's unexpected. Yeah. It's two weeks in a row we got mad. On, we got mad. On. I know, right? People are gonna think is he part of Bigfoot Club? Yeah, I don't know why they sound like that. But <laughs> that that Matt that Matthew Reginald Bartholomew Nappers. Yeah. What's so that? are you done recording? No, no. We can we can say good night right now. Okay. Any any shout outs to? You? Uh, shout out to Cassandra. She's gonna enjoy. She likes to listen. I, she told me that she likes to listen to the podcast when she's on her way to work. Mm-hmm. And she just loves it, and she loves the whenever she gets clients in, and there's like they're talking about life and stuff, and then there's like that s- s- awkward silent moment where they stop talking. Yeah. So she's like, um, "Do you believe in Bigfoot?" And that's how she kind of plugs that in. Uh, it's a Bigfoot Club podcast, which is awesome. Um, shout out to Blair. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very sweet to you and say I love you. Um, thank you for being awesome. You're done. Yeah. She goes, you didn't mean that. No, but no, I seriously mean it, no. Yeah, yeah, he actually does. Yeah, I really do. <clears throat> Let me see. Do I have any shouts out? Uh, my mom. My mom always listens to the show. Uh, my cousin, Carol uh, Briones, mm-hmm. she listens to the show. Carol Briones, yeah. Uh, I hopefully got some new people from work to listen to the show. I think Reagan and then um, Morgana listens. Hopefully you're like, like listening to the show now. So Another shout out, I forgot. Travis. He was actually listening to the Bigfoot Club podcast while we're rocking oh, uh, these uh, candles uh, flavored scents. Yeah, yeah, thing yeah. On his on his uh, in his car, I thought that was oh, really cool. He took a picture of it and and while he was listening to the Bigfoot Club podcast. Just, oh, uh, that's awesome! Yeah, I, I love like, that. He was like Bigfoot Club for life, homie. That's what he put. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So shout out to Travis. I know he's listening. Thank you, man. Matt, do you have any shout outs? I do. Okay. Um, I'd like to shout Bob and Steven. Oh, that's sweet. Um, so shout out to you guys. Thank you, man. And and Mr. Logan Craft. Logie. Yeah, I love Logie. Logan Craft. Yeah. He really, Logan Craft. He really, He's crafty. 
Yeah, he really loved that meme I put out. That meme of uh, the Dark Order talking to Adam Cole, and <laughs> he loved it because <laughs> I asked him, "I go, do you get the reference?" And he goes, "Yes." <laughs> do you accept the reference? Yeah. Do you accept the reference? I got to get him on the show, man. I really do because I know you already had him on uh, Bigfoot Crossroads already, which was a great interview. I really love that one. But um, but I think this is a this, we can end it right here. Yeah, this this was good. We already did our shout outs. So So good night and goodbye.